Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. In the past, this has been a One Piece book club podcast, but we ran out of books to read. Luckily, right when that happened, Netflix decided to create a live-action rendition of One Piece. It was very polite of them. Very polite. (laughs) So nice of them to think of us. Mm -hmm. So now we are a chill Netflix podcast. (laughs) My Nakama joining me this week are Matt. We shared food together. That makes us friends. Jason. Makino got a mop. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa. Does it come with a free face tattoo? And Dave. Ah, axe hand. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where the sword goes. I love how how often Luffy says, "Ah." It's all all coming together. Yeah, it all makes sense if you think about it. Wait a minute. Luffy figuring out the plot of One Piece. It's yeah. <laughs> live on camera. It's all in one piece. Uh-huh. Uh, so every week for the next eight weeks, we are going to recap and discuss one episode at a time this live action Netflix series of One Piece. Oh, man. So that means we're going to do ten episodes, right? <laughs> exactly. Wait. All ten of them. What do you mean they cut it down to eight? <laughs> Give us more content, Netflix. <laughs> well, I was surprised because I'm not a big TV watcher. I forget that nowadays when seasons of an episode will happen, it's like an hour of television. Yeah, now. yeah. it's it's the the HBO style of TV. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. One prestige. Piece is, yeah, One Piece is prestige television. Now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tony I Soprano. I should fucking say so. Tony Soprano yeah. paved the way from one movie. <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony Soprano walked <laughs> so that One Piece could run. Tony, Tony so, Soprano. Tony, yes! Tony oh, no. Soprano. I don't think we're the first to make that joke. Probably still. Oh, most certainly not. Actually, I think I saw a comic of that very recently. Oh. <laughs> God willing, we won't be the last either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, since we're already sort of broaching that, uh, I wanted to address how we're going to handle spoilers at the front here. Because, as I said, we have read all of One Piece that there is to read currently. We mm-hmm. know everything. <laughs> Which uh, somehow comes out to not knowing all that much. <laughs> we don't know jack shit. Yeah. It's a mystery island. And you, the listener, are probably in the same boat. But there may be some of you that are jumping onto this podcast to hear what people think about this Netflix show. So if that's the case for you, we're going to try to treat this as its own thing. Discuss it on its own merits, for the most part. Which, which also only seems fair to yeah. me. Like, I'm sure yeah. we are going to talk about the, you know, comparing them to some degree, but mm-hmm. I, sure. I've gotten to the point where I find that really exhausting. Yeah. Where it's like just, like, constantly going over the adaptation with, like, a fine-tooth comb and interrogating every decision that the the people who adapted it made. Oh, but, like, yeah. Adapting no. stuff is really fucking hard. Yeah, like, it's real hard. I, yeah, I'm just really tired of that kind of thing. So That's I, I certainly think... not me. I, I'm I'm more into, like, t- talking about how art makes me feel. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah, we're, unless I'm sure you're, we're going to talk about it. Unless but... you're uh, Neil Gaiman adapting his own material, <laughs> you're uh-huh. not going to get the same artist working on the same product between yeah. mediums. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy to to do it this way and kind of treat it as its own thing. 
we're going to at least attempt to keep discussion within the scope of the season as it's presented. So probably won't discuss too much outside of that that occurs in the manga or anime, um, but maybe we'll do a little comparing and contrasting between adaptation and source material along the way. And uh, at the end of each episode, we'll have a, a demarked spoiler section to talk about any further thoughts beyond. Yeah. The deep end. Mm-hmm. Shark-infested waters. Indeed. <laughs> Saw shark. Ah, uh, is that one of those sea monsters? Before we get started on episode one, though, I did want to ask everyone just, like, what were your very first impressions as soon as you hit play? Uh, just starting to watch it. Were you it. scared? Were you excited? Yeah. They got the vibe immediately. Yeah, there, there had been so much buildup. It was hard to have yeah. a, a very straightforward initial reaction, but... The vibe was really good right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I certainly don't think I was scared necessarily, but mm-hmm. I'm also pretty inoculated to just adaptation sickness in general. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. bad adaptations, this is not a bad adaptation for the record, but yeah. bad, adapta- bad adaptations don't, you know, they don't ruin my experience of anything. If anything, I, I yeah. love a bad adaptation. <laughs> Um, fucking the 90s Mario movie camp classic <laughs> would, would recommend it to anybody they made yeah, Yoshi a raptor Hell they yeah. sure did they made that big fish that eats you a fucking drag queen with a, <laughs> with a, with a spiky dress Ugh. yeah I think for me like the initial announcement was a lot of apprehension uh-huh. um, and then like each thing that got <clears throat> released from like casting to yeah teasers to, yeah. to like behind the scenes photos to mm-hmm. trailers like slowly gave me more confidence which i still kind of had one foot in of like <laughs> it's you okay you're selling me but i'm mm-hmm. still nervous because Weird, we've all been burned me. so many times <laughs> you you um, you were the you were the stray like uh stray dog and they were the the new owner holding a bowl of food in front of you. Like, yeah, no, it's okay, you can eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, and similar to Jay, like I I'm very open minded and prefer feeling positive about things because sure. yeah. disliking yeah. things takes a lot of energy and feels bad to my body. Um, and so I need like, that energy who's got the time to, anymore anyway yeah, yeah I need that energy to like go about my day I don't get yeah. it with the way that people people so do like, this stuff so like I watched the live action Cowboy Bebop and I was like it's fine uh-huh. <laughs> I, it's on my to watch list still I'm just, um, I'm just bad at watching TV guys I'm sorry <laughs> no it's this, yeah but this was a, a fun ride from yeah. oh yeah from announcement to watching experience to watching again experience <laughs> i like how the they stuck really close to the casting based on that sbs of if each per each of the straw hats was from a part of the world mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, i mean good. that that was the first or no no it wasn't the first thing it was like the one of the first things that that made me think oh maybe there's something to this yeah yeah, mm-hmm. like a really diverse cast. Specifically, not only I brought this up in in Destructo, I think. Not only is Zoro's actor Japanese, he's acted in Japanese 
live action anime adaptations so of many. shit. He was yeah. he was Scar yeah. in Full Metal Alchemist. Well, he's he, one of the he's one of the more famous actors in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he has he a was, really big filmography in Japan. Yeah, and Dave, you're gonna like this. He was in the Drive movie. Yes, he was. He was a, a very important character in the Kamen Rider Drive movie. Uh, well, how about we hop into episode 101, Romance Dawn. Romance Dawn. In all caps. <laughs> in, in all caps, as always. Mm-hmm. Presented so confidently. Mm-hmm. And that's like the watchword for this for this show. I'm going to be coming back to that over again, how goddamn confident the people who made it were. Yeah. And that's what makes <laughs> yeah. it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, it... Taking it back to uh, like pre, uh, like building up hype for the show before it came out, I ended up watching a ton of interviews with Matt Owens, the showrunner, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. I think he was more effective in in like building my confidence in this show than anything else, just because he spoke with so much knowledge and like like so much understanding of the source material passion and yeah yeah he never shied away from like criticizing um like other uh, anime adaptations he never um though he wasn't allowed to speak ill of netflix there was a lot of times where it's like (laughs) like what do you think about cowboy bebop and he's just like Uh (laughs) i mean next question (laughs) (laughs) But but that's like but that's something that 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 these interviewers do all the time mm-hmm. where they're like they're interviewing someone and there's something that's controversial and they just ask these obviously leading questions where they clearly it's like it's like that's the actual reason they interviewed you because they wanted you to talk shit about this thing right and so often the the people they interview are just not having it like if <laughs> i had if i had a nickel for the number of times people have like interviewed the original fallout creators and the whole interview is just them trying to get them to say mean things about like Fallout Three or whatever, and they're just like, no, like that's not what we want to talk about. Like we don't. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm here to sell my product. Yeah, I have better things to do than be angry. <laughs> but uh, he also yeah. went on uh, like uh, pretty much exclusively the channels of other like One Piece YouTube creators. Oh, so they were familiar with the fandom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like he's he well, sought them that's out. Like, because the because the thing is though like this is my perspective them being really passionate about and clearly loving the source material is not a guarantee of quality no, at yeah. all like, you know, that yeah. can also that means that, means that you love it too much and you right. can't you, you can't like be objective and mm-hmm. and, ser- and like conscientious yeah, yeah. about how to work on it mm-hmm. like this is a this this is probably going to sound mean of me to say but like never ever trust someone who really loves something with it like they cannot be trusted. Like they are, they are too. Like that is my experience. That like if you have to, you have to come at it. You have to like it. You have to love it, but in the right amount. Like you can't, you can't yeah. be all the way in, um, because then you can't see it clearly. So and these guys, also... these guys have are in exactly the right spot. Like yeah, they, and yeah. I, I was gonna say I, that. Go ahead. I just I think also like having Oda and his team. Be yeah. a a not just in name part of it. Um, I'm sure also having some back and forth. Yeah, apparently yeah. there was a lot it, of things it, they it... had to fight him on. <laughs> yeah, like to be, I mean this this really has nothing to do with Oda, but like I'm gonna be controversial and say that like I, I don't think that matters that much. Like I think that's quite low on the list of reasons this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. again, then not something against Oda. I just like don't. I think that it's like the the Last of Us. Like. What matters is that they make good TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could yeah. have Oda involved and really passionate 
with people who don't know how to make good TV, <laughs> and it wouldn't yeah. be that. So it's like mm-hmm. you know you got to have that that base level. But we anyway, are, yeah, we gonna... are making an hour of television. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say it'll probably bear out over the course of these discussions as we talk about each, each episode, but overall, I as a baseline, I found that they were exactly as precious as they needed to be with it. Yes, 100%. Personally. Yeah. Like, they, they made changes, certainly. I agreed with some. I disagreed with others, but yeah, never so much that I lacked or I couldn't see what they were going for. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah. vision is clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And again, adapting stuff is really fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, like, that's always what I come at it, the position I come at it from. Uh, so, we begin our episode with a little glimpse of a map of the world. And uh, Ian McShane pipes in to tell us that this world is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so happy they got him to be the narrator. <laughs> I hope he he's a recurring. He's not, like, I hope he's not just for this specific intro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. His uh, voice is the, so the, good. The Ron, per- the Ron Perlman of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Fallout, yeah. this this world pirates. we are entering pirates is crazy, change. and it is full of fucking pirates. <laughs> it is a Islands, world of pirates. Too much ocean. <laughs> uh, we zoom in on a location on the map called Log Town, and we see the execution of Gold Roger, the king of the pirates, taking place. Hmm. Uh, being being led by one Vice Admiral Garp. Indeed. The Who vibes does not for look how. Happy. Yeah, the vibes for this Garp are very disparate from what I think of when I think of Garp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very it's it they're very subdued. Very but this subdued. Is so, like, He's giving the... like stone cold Scottish Javert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, and that is the 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 vibe of it. Like yeah. they clearly have they clearly have this relationship. And it's it's it is really effective because like the guy who is about to get executed is the one that looks happy, and the guy <laughs> who has ostensibly like won this Captured incredible him. triumph yeah. one, is, does yeah. not, is the one who looks miserable. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it in the spoiler section. But the specific way they introduce Roger was so smart mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vice Admiral Garp addresses the crowd, letting them be warned that they too will meet the fate of the Pirate King should they turn to a life of crime. And Sounds it is great. Made clear to us from the very beginning that uh, Garp and Roger share a relationship beyond the cat and mouse of Navy versus Pirate. Mm-hmm. I dare say it seems friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, you do dare, and you should dare. You, you definitely get the feeling that Garp didn't want it to come to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he tells Roger, you brought this upon yourself. And Roger impishly replies, and now I'm bringing it to one and all. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> the crowd clamors to know where Roger hid his treasure. And amongst them, we see a number of cameo characters from later on in the series. Yes. Mm-hmm. We see some wigs. <laughs> we see a number of wigs. <laughs> this is definitely a, a, probably one of the, the more fun instances of spot the main character yeah <laughs> yeah because you get you get some actually good like uh, uh some good red herrings yeah like some, some pretty you get some red herrings and some red hairs well yeah. you get some pretty <laughs> unique looking background characters is, is what i'll say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see someone with some they look like they some could be pointy pointy drag king facial hair moment <laughs> happening 
Roger offers his challenge to the world to take to the seas and hunt down the One Piece, his treasure. He says that he attained wealth, fame, and power, which, since Theo is not here, I'm going to say we should make a micro-RPG where those are the stats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stats are wealth, wealth, fame, and power. Garp gives the signal for his soldiers to end Roger's life, not wanting to lose his sway over the crowd, but the game is already over, and Roger has already won. I love Garp's face. Where it's like, you know, reminiscent of a certain other naval officer we will meet much <laughs> later as he really just the oh fuck, oh, oh fuck, no, oh fuck. Oh no. <laughs> as he realizes what Roger is about to do. Oh, I fucked up. Uh, the crowd stampedes out of Logtown onto their ships to go out and search for this treasure, and the great pirate era begins. I just imagined as, as always after Roger does his speech, it's like in an RPG where they're all like friendly like green text over their head <laughs> and then they just all turn red and then they <laughs> oh no I can't, I can't fight that many uh, in his dying moments Roger laughs at the sight of it all <laughs> 22 years later we meet our hero Monkey D. Luffy who is bailing water out of his terrible dinghy and telling his life story to a bird. <laughs> this is this is me solo slooping it in Sea of Thieves. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. This is the perfect introduction for him. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about Monkey D. Luffy? Love him. He's Perfection. Uh, yeah. Like, yes. can't, can't get it it's, enough. It's, it's unbelievable. And there is not a single member of the cast in this show that is not like basically perfect mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he is on another level yeah it's like inc- it is bizarre <laughs> like i had someone ask me which by the way by the way i want to i want to mention this we now have the existence of a new a new life form uh-huh. that has now come into being in this yeah. era uh which is live action one piece fans yeah mm-hmm. um, and, yes. the, and, the, and the person i'm thinking of is notable because they're not a like a brand new person it is someone who had read a lot of the manga like they read up to i think chapter 500 and just didn't like it mm. and mm. but they like this version specifically yeah. which is really mm. interesting to me i, that that's I went through this when when the mcu became a thing it's, it's, <laughs> ah, it's a fun experience it's happening uh, again it's happening and, uh, <laughs> but but they asked me like did they succeed like I like this, but mm-hmm. like, did they succeed at capturing the essence of One Piece? Because I'm like, and I'm just like, man, they succeeded on a level no one thought was possible. <laughs> Truly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I and this is a very good introduction to Luffy. Like, they don't lead with the face stabbing, but like your first experience of him just being, oh, my ship's sinking. All right, I'll just hop in a barrel and take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. No, I'm the talking to a bird. He's, I'm going to be king of the pirates as he's emptying water out of his sinking ship. It's <laughs> yeah. perfect. you got to admire the confidence. Well done. <laughs> Much like the showrunners. In confidence is king of the pirates. <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in regards to the casting for Luffy, it's... Mm-hmm. I, it says so much that he has such a thick accent that would be so distracting uh, in any other instance, but he's so perfect that mm-hmm. it's, like, negligible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it never bothered me once. Not a, not a bit. No. You know yeah, what else it's... didn't bother me once is the fact that we flash back eventually to Luffy's childhood. Uh, child Luffy, no accent whatsoever. Not, no, <laughs> not a lick. Perfect English. It's all fine. Yeah, it's never funny. even crossed my mind. <laughs> he has the yeah. he has the essence of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I like the... I've watched a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, mm-hmm. and um, he he mentions the uh, the scene that he did for his audition, which is later in this very episode, um, and that oh. he initially did it, like, really s- serious and straight, mm-hmm. and then like, he got, was, like, a note He said back. he was taking into account his surroundings, because, like, the yeah. script is saying, like, what's happening behind him, so he was right. taking that into account in the acting, and they told him, no, don't do that. <laughs> Luffy would never <laughs> <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> Luffy yeah. would never, like, give a shit about what's happening around him. <laughs> yeah, and, um... And that Oda said that his his audition made him laugh, and mm-hmm. that's what got him the gig. <laughs> and that's and that is so correct for One Piece. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luffy's boat fully collapses, leaving Luffy to scramble, kicking over a barrel of fish so that he can hide himself inside and aimlessly float away. And then he promptly falls asleep. You know, Makino probably gave him all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There it goes. It's a. It's got the oh. barrel is marked Yoru's pickled herring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, packaged in Windmill Village. It says mm-hmm. it on the goddamn barrel. Like, uh, and the, the the face on the logo is the fishmonger from the manga as well. My yeah. God, nice. like the the, the, fi- the level the of fishmonger. <laughs> yes, the, the level of attention to detail is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, uh, Luffy lost all his tangerine. Sadly. Oh no. Oh, oh. man. I hope he'll get more later. Uh, At least a day later, the barrel floats up to a naval battle already in progress, as Iron Mace Alveda's pirate crew glitter bombs a smaller ship. I love the glitter so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So fucking good. Their magnificent love boat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and like, like each of the each of them has like a little heart on it. Yeah, the glitter <laughs> cannonballs are incredible. Oh my god, that's such a good detail. Like, yeah, she's my queen. Who do you think was uh, in charge she... of heart duty? <laughs> Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I need you to pack these bath bombs full of shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> This trend started with Roger, technically, but here we get our first fourth wall bounty poster. Yes. And yeah. This, oh, yeah. this might be the best thing in the fucking show. Yeah. This is so yeah, good. Yeah, it's a great decision. Really good. I love yeah. this so much every time it happens. A perfect yeah. way to introduce these these things. Uh, it, it, especially when characters, like, like swipe the poster out of the frame. Yeah, yeah they, they're all it. angry that their bounty poster is getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the actual, like, illustrations on the bounty posters. It's giving me a little, like... Like it's a kind I of a, fo- a Photoshop I, filter, like photo booth mm-hmm. uh, iMac moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, like, canonically, they are taken with a primitive camera. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine, um, <laughs> but it, but I lo- I do love the fourth wall breaks. Yeah. Like, what what do you? We, and also, we Rogers have, poster. We don't have access to the Oda box. Like, what do we do? Right. Oh, I have an idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and gonna right, be Im- yeah. that's gonna be important later. <laughs> I'm, yeah. uh... This honestly might be better than the Oda box for me. Like, I I prefer this to how it's handled in the manga, even. And and the it's way so... the like the bounty leaps, uh, like price of the bounty leaps off of the poster <clears throat> to like take <clears throat> up the screen. Yeah. So you don't have to like pause it and like, oh, what's it, what's it say? <laughs> five five thousand. Well, okay, that's pretty that's mm-hmm. pretty big. <laughs> it seems high. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you saying, Jason? Oh, I mean, just that uh, Roger's 
Roger's bounty was not shown. Hidden from yes. us. They oh. carefully avoided that. Interesting. Uh, Luffy's barrel is brought below decks on Alveda's ship while she questions the crew of the smaller boat on the whereabouts of Roronoa Zoro, the pirate hunter, whom she's certain has been hunting for her. <laughs> Who else would he be looking for? Yeah. <laughs> the hostage that she's questioning makes the mistake of telling her that she was not among the list of Zoro's bounties and then pays for it with his life. Well, <laughs> damn. Let can we talk about this weapon? <laughs> this fucking the love this hammer. This fucking studded goose hammer. <laughs> more fucking like Swan Morningstar. It yeah. is so fucking elegant. It's so perfect. I don't think it's from the manga, but it is Alvida. It's very gruesome. And I like Mm -hmm. that she has more than one mace. She has her fighting mace and then her murdering people mace. (laughs) Yeah, which are two different different things. Listen, different maces for different faces is what I say. (laughs) Kobe's her caddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The nine iron, please. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, cabin boy Kobe is left to clean up this gruesome mess, and Which... they just dumped spaghetti sauce on the deck of the ship. <laughs> and, and and Kobe is like, I think I've said this. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but like, you know, there's there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of where the casting is like, oh, this person flawlessly embodies the essence of the character. They may not look exactly like them. Mm-hmm. You know, they cast for ability and vibe more yeah. than for looks. Yeah, Kobe mm-hmm. is. They just found the real Kobe, yeah. the character yeah. from the manga, and got him to act in their five their stars show. across the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. it's like it's it's like you know it's it's Henry Ca- like a Henry Cavill Geralt level of, <laughs> yeah. of yes. flawlessness. Yeah. I I cannot believe this. Was it? I I have a friend who when when this when we first saw this guy or this person rather, mm-hmm. um, in the the trailers. And he said the problem with this is that we're not going to be able to buy like where Kobe goes later. Like we're not going to character be- arc believe that yeah. a person who looks this wimpy could could <laughs> become that. I think they're going to pull it off, and I think it's going to be yeah. Yes, I think better. so too. But hundred percent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Later that evening, while toothbrushing Alvita's iron mace. <laughs> Detail work. What a Very bad important. sentence. <laughs> Uh, Kobe is jump scared by Monkey D. Luffy erupting out of his barrel, refreshed from his nap. <laughs> Luffy is thrilled to hear that he's on a pirate ship because he's a pirate too, after all. All right. Uh, Kobe tells him he doesn't look like a pirate because pirates are scum, thieves, and murderers. Not the pirates I know. And we flash back to a young Luffy excitedly awaiting the return of red haired Shanks. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> How do we feel We're about Shanks' crew? Man, can I this is... can I quote uh, Nami's actor for a minute mm-hmm. and just sure. say Shanks is a daddy? <laughs> yeah, this is the most incredible call. Shanks shot. is hot. Yasop's hot. Lucky Rue is hot. Lucky Rue's hot. We even get the the first appearance of Ben Beckman, an important mm-hmm. One Piece character. <laughs> I'm not crazy right about there. his casting, but. Everyone else well, he'll, I mean, he will he will prove himself later. To be fair, they never say his name. They don't. <laughs> That's true. True. Just considering how well, no, there's something we see in a later episode that, uh, right? I think it's in a later episode that uh, makes it pretty clear who he mm-hmm. is. But uh, 
For yeah. sure. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's just a little bit of wiggle room there. Yeah. True. I just. True. I always pictured Beckman to be very gaunt. Mm. And this mm. man is not. It's fine. Just you know. Luffy tries to convince Captain Shanks that he's ready to join the crew, but Shanks warns Luffy that the sea isn't a child's game. It's dangerous. The scars on my face are proof of that. Oh, you should have said that. Mm. <laughs> you should have told that to this particular 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> to prove that he's ready, Luffy adds a scar to his face. I will say, in translation, that seeing a cute little manga boy and a cute little anime boy stab himself in the face with a knife is a lot funnier than seeing a the, real a little boy, boy a, a real, yeah. a real yeah. human boy I was, the vibes were a lot more dire I was so yeah. convinced the they would action. do a cutaway I, I cannot mm. believe they yeah. showed every instance of it <laughs> I loved the zoom in yeah. that added a little bit of comedy to it for me <laughs> that zoom in was like a fucking um, oh shoot what's like, that movie it was, felt like a Tarantino movie for a second <laughs> yeah a little bit like that or um, what's the Fantastic Mr. Fox Oh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Wes yeah. Anderson oh, yeah. 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 I can see that too. Actually, the coloring in this scene is, is kind of Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's always a little like yellow graded kind of in the past. Uh, back in the present, Luffy tries to convince Kobe that being a pirate is the best thing in the world because of its many uncertainties. It's all about being free. Free, you say? <laughs> free, huh? But and that's also, what Roger told everyone, is to free themselves and oh, take to the seas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, also, I love the dichotomy of, like, ending the scene with Luffy stabbing himself in the face and just scowling at the camera. Immediately <laughs> cut to him just, like, carefree munching on some meat. That's Luffy. Yeah. It's it's very it very make you it's it's a really effective way to make you go, okay, what happened to this kid? How did mm-hmm. that go to that? He's yeah, he's definitely a way more of a brat in these early ones, which I love. Kobe tries to convince Luffy to leave before Alvita wakes up. Up on deck, Luffy grabs an oar, and while wondering uh, which direction north is. He accidentally clangs a gong that wakes the entire ship up. Damn. But you weren't going to figure out where north was. <laughs> we all know where north is. It's, it's up. North is up. North is where it's colder. It's a perfect comedy moment. It's so funny. <laughs> Fighting begins to break out on the ship after Kobe refuses to claim that Alvita is the most beautiful pirate on the seas. And a pirate tries to shoot Luffy in the chest, but miraculously the bullet bounces right off of him. What? Very good. Crazy. So a lot of build up to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's not they waited a reasonable bit. I like that they held it for this long so that you could get you could get settled in, you could start liking this kid before being terrified of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alvita asks, "What kind of monster Luffy is?" and he smiles and replies, "The stretchy kind." <laughs> Very good line. Mm-hmm. Does not deny being a monster. Very good delivery, too. Yeah. True, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He relishes it. Uh, Luffy punches her off the boat with gum gum pistol, <laughs> and he and Kobe steal a dinghy and enough food for a few days. I think that, I mean, you know, Romance Dawn, like, the way he does this, I think, has to be a reference to the original Romance Dawn 
thing because the like the like stretching his arm all the way back off the boat like yeah. into the, almost into the horizon yeah like mm-hmm. is the same move that he did in that in that that like original version mm-hmm. it's the big guy it's the reveal like oh this is what he this is what he does yeah. this will- is the only cg moment in the season that i do not care for Oh, I, is this first oh, yeah. punch? I kind of agree. Uh, well, there's also a, a kind of blink and you'll miss it moment, which makes it kind of okay. Uh, in his fight with Alvita, where he dodges uh, a strike <laughs> by doing a very like Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, yeah. like makes his stomach go sure. backwards, mm. and it's just like, oh, that's that's not really how Luffy stretching works. But yeah, I was okay with that one because I like you could kind of get the idea that there was momentum behind it because that's how Luffy's stretching works is it's all based on prior movement. movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather it than just elongating. Diff- yeah, it's it, the vibe is very different from like say an Elastigirl or a Mr. Fantastic mm-hmm. kind of stretching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of what bugged me with this first gum gum pistol is that they they want it to be a dramatic moment so they let it hang in the air, but that made it look wrong to me because that's not really how his punches work mm-hmm. yeah he kind of took away the momentum of it yeah yeah a, ch- a challenge will be to capture and keep that potential energy i mean like, it, i mean like, like i said i still think that that is like actually the hardest thing in the whole show mm-hmm. for, in my mind like they kind of have to climb their biggest hill at the very beginning yeah because mm-hmm. there's all kinds of other stuff that's going to be bonkers and hard to do but it's just going to be hard for budget reasons like mm-hmm. with Luffy stretching, it's not just budget. You re- really have to think about like how to portray it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and think, they mostly do a good job. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I think they picked good times to use it. Yeah, throughout mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it just to kind of set the tone, also, I think every other instance of him using his powers looks great. Yeah, this is kind of like mm-hmm. the only the time part, I, yeah. I find myself being like, uh, they could have let that bank a little longer. Kicks especially. I think the whip turned out great every yeah. time they yeah. use it. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile, on a place called Six's Island, we meet Roronoa Zoro, the pirate hunter. He's so cool. Uh, apparently, well, I never mind. I'll save that for the end. Actually, the end is where it goes, come to think of it. He's being pursued by a ridiculously Baroque-looking man calling himself <laughs> Mr. Seven. <laughs> All right, you have this to really work for that one, Tyler. Is... this man's fit is spectacular yeah i love the like like venetian clown (laughs) kind of like collar Mm -hmm. sort of situation the like afro mohawk spikes just it's a look it's it's so it's so correct uh how do we feel about roranor zoro before we move on also he's so cool so (laughs) so I never really thought of Roronor Zero as hot. <laughs> you were in, in the, the minority. <laughs> I, cer- I certainly was. I'm not, a, I'm not a Zoro gay. I'm a Jinbei gay. Very different vibes. Yeah. When I saw him in live action, I went, now I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I saw, I want to say Tumblr screenshot someone shared before the premiere of the live action that said, yeah, I would feed this man a, a dirt onigiri. <laughs> And it was like a screenshot of him tied up at a post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah. I I have a significant... I actually have a significant issue uh-huh. with Zoro. Yeah. It, it sort of doesn't matter, but it... 
he is McKenyu is very specifically playing post time skip Zoro. Yeah, where he's mega stoic. Yeah, um, mm. and like super yeah. super you know soft spoken and reserved at all times, and that's a little weird. But he's so fucking good at it that I can't <laughs> yeah, just I, take an issue with it. Like it's fine. Like, this is Zoro. I can't be mad. Really, it, mm-hmm. it really shows that McKenyu is such a like a real fan of the source yes. material that every movement he does feels like it's right out of the manga. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, this is like one, one of two of our main characters that I was always in the manga, just kind of like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> and, and then seeing them in live action made me go, they're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's like, it's like Lord of the Rings where you, in the transition, you lose some stuff, but the performance of the actor elevates it mm-hmm. okay. and turns yes. it into its mm-hmm. own thing. Like the, the, the one of the other running themes of this season is just I want to see this cast doing all the huge moments that happen later. Yeah, and Zoro is one of the big ones for that. Like <laughs> there is sure. so, there is so much shit that I want to see this guy do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not to say that Zoro is unfunny in the manga. Uh, because he can't, right. he has funny moments a lot of the time, and a yeah. lot of them are from him being dry or stoic. But uh, yeah, live action Zoro has a different like vibe of dry humor to him that I yes. really appreciated over it's, the course. Yeah. Of the so funny! Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah. the funniest mo- thing in the entire season for me is from him towards the end, <laughs> in, in exactly yeah. that way. He also just really captures that Clint Eastwood esque cool guy energy (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. effortlessly Uh, and even mr seven tries to recruit zoro into his secret organization of assassins uh but zoro's not interested so he cuts him in half (laughs) i got my own thing going on the confidence that it took to drop the name baroque works in the first third of the first episode (laughs) damn yeah Yeah. it's thing yeah Fifteen minutes in, uh-huh. yeah, I'm lo- I'm loving what they're what they're adding to the text because this, uh, this is canonically appropriate. Yeah, right. This is a thing that happens. Yeah, that we know, like we know that it happened, but we don't see it. Right. We were told it, we were never shown it. So and it's great made, to yeah. include it here. They made yeah. that and it wasn't cool. Mister Seven because Mister Seven shows up uh, in the manga later. Right. But well, no, I think this is a different guy. <laughs> like presumably, yeah. Because oh, the original Mister Seven right. because. The Mr. Seven that we meet later does not look like this. (laughs) Oh, I see. That makes more sense. Yeah. And, yeah, we... This Mr. Seven is from an SBS. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh uh-huh. Oh, my God. It was a a very small doodle that that Oda made, and I guess the show writers went, I'm going to use that. Oh, that Mm -hmm. rules. Yeah, they... There was a behind-the-scenes thing I saw where they... They talk about the SBS is was like their bible their north star yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that makes sense of pulling stuff yeah because there's so much world building that's just in the sbs's yeah if you're if you're new to one piece and you don't know what sbs is <laughs> it's like a little q a that uh the creator does in the chapters mm-hmm. where yeah. he answers and and, and there letters. is a authentically bonkers amount of information and world building in these little Q&As that are, like, outside of the story. We learn about Splatterina. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, This moment where Zoro cuts a man in half in episode one 
<laughs> uh, felt like a direct threat from the showrunners to Ichiro Oda himself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. They, yeah. They said emphatically, people are going to die in this show. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to show it. Yeah. <laughs> I was honestly shocked to see that level of violence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even though that level yes. of violence exists in One Piece, for resurrection, yeah, sure. I of nature. them to do it. Yeah. But it's always it's always different in live action. <laughs> yeah. Uh, flashing back again to Luffy's childhood, we see Shanks stitching up his face, telling Luffy that he has no doubt that the boy's face will be on a wanted poster someday, but that he's not ready just yet. Uh, Luffy sulks off, kicking Shanks' stack of treasure chests Stupid in frustration. Shanks. Stupid treasure. Oh, man. Until <laughs> he uh, notices a very special-looking treasure chest and pops it open, revealing a bizarre purple fruit inside. Mm-hmm. Re- revealing a, a fondant cake decoration that's on every, <laughs> like, nerd cake. You know what I mean? Yeah. They created these, by the way, as merch that you can buy. It's part yeah. of, like, the FYE exclusive line oh of God. stuff. I can own a devil mm. fruit? It looks awful. I saw it in person. It is, oh, no. like, they have captured how unappetizing <laughs> these things should be. Yeah, and I, and I like, love... awful in a good way? Awful in a way that I was like, I don't want to buy this thing. <laughs> I mean, I love how, I, I love how Luffy's face, as he starts eating it, Luffy's face makes it very clear that this fruit tastes bad. And yes, and and yeah, Yeah. it's reiterated. Like he keeps making the face with every bite, but he does not stop. He eats the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I was surprised he ate Uh, the whole thing. That's I've I've done that with food before, where it's just like this is it. This is a weird taste. Do I? I, And I'm have to like, I have to go back in to get more information on it. Like you know what I mean? That that, it feel it felt spiteful to me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, you know what he's gonna he's gonna shakes. this this food has defied him and he's gonna defeat it <laughs> thousand percent uh so my note here i hadn't really figured out how to approach taking notes for this yet because i wasn't sure how we would end up talking about it so my note is that uh we get our traditional huguma the bear scene it's uh, <laughs> pretty pretty unchanged from the source material yeah and that yeah. is that yeah it is almost beat for beat, just taken from the manga. Which I am. This super actor, happy for. by the way, Haguma the Bear is right. <laughs> Girl, yeah, they did a great job. Um, well, well, he, is... I like he he has this great like he literally his vibe is literally like this is a guy you'd run into in Tortuga. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, it's like you know the making the world feel big and multicultural. Like he has yeah. a good he has a good tone to him. I will say, this is not an X mark, this is nothing, um, but at the bar, the party bar, or whatever it's officially called, uh-huh. uh, Yasop and um, Lucky Roo okay. are playing a game of Mahjong. Oh. <laughs> and oh. in fact, there are Mahjong tiles scattered all around like the main bar, where like Haguma, um, you know, throws a little tantrum. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what the fuck they're playing on their little barrel because their hands each contain three tiles. So that that is not only are they playing a t- like a two person variation on it, they're th- a three tile in your. That's nothing. A lot that of is, house that's rules. Not, 
Yeah. It's not a yeah. extreme. They, th- that's a someone ate half of the mahjong set. No, <laughs> what happened was they found a box of mahjong in, in one of their halls, but it didn't come with an instruction set booklet. So yeah, they have no of, idea they're, what they're doing. <laughs> they have no fucking yeah. to play. <laughs> they're well, like, ping me. They're playing it like kids who got their first pack of Pokemon cards. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thousand percent. Blastoise wins. G- Gordy, it's Gordy trying to play the Dragon Ball Z card game. Right. It's like, what do you mean this hand doesn't win? There's a dragon in it. <laughs> uh, the scene culminates in again the traditional argument between Luffy and Shanks about manhood and cowardice, mm-hmm. uh, which ends in Luffy tantruming off and Shanks grabbing his arm, revealing that Luffy can stretch now. Mm. Uh oh. Whoa. And Shanks also makes an oh fuck, oh fuck face. <laughs> uh, he says, what did you do? Uh, and again, as as this like fight starts to boil and Luffy starts paying attention, he's still eating the gum gum fruit. Yeah. <laughs> he's still shoving it into his Gotta mouth. Gotta finish it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta finish. Gotta finish what you started, human. <laughs> uh, there is a, a very nice touch at the end of this scene, though, when Luffy's arm snaps back into place, yeah. uh, and he goes flying out of the bar, tumbling. <laughs> he yeah. goes, he goes fucking sailing. I love it. Uh, this is kind of a if you know you know thing from the manga, but when he picks himself back up, uh, there's something peeking out from over his shoulder. Oh, I didn't realize. What was I, it? It is the morning sun, oh. rising into oh. the sky. Yeah. Oh God. Hmm. Very nice touch. How, how thematic. Yeah, so apparently they had to do uh, a lot of filming at a very specific time of the day that's <laughs> only going to last maybe an hour or two, so right. shots go. Get, get the shots in. Yeah. And involve some stunts. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I imagine those were stressful days. Something interesting that also kind of builds um, on, on the existing stuff of when they're unloading, when Shanks is crew is initially unloading the ship you see i think lucky with the yeah the box, box that the fruit is in and, mm-hmm. and shanks tells him how much it's worth yeah he says right. it's like more yeah, valuable it's... than everything else put, could put together yeah yeah which is like in the manga... it like a leg of lamb because you wouldn't drop that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like in Very the initial good. in the initial beginning of the manga you do not see any reference to this fruit until Luffy is eating it. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just suddenly there. Yeah. I do love Lucky Roo's, uh like anime meat hunk propped on when he's bit, when his, both of his <laughs> hands are occupied. He will perch that on his shoulder as if it were a parrot. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for later. Uh, ba- <laughs> True. Back in present day again. Uh, Luffy smacks Kobe across the face for calling dreams dumb. (laughs) (gasps) Calling his own dream dumb. Yeah. That's not acceptable. He manages to get Kobe to confess to dreaming of being a Marine, and Luffy vows to help him out since they shared a meal together. This is, I think, very well acted and very touching, but I I don't think it quite works. Like, I don't think it sufficiently communicates to a newcomer that Kobe's dream would make him and Luffy enemies. Right. And yet Luffy is supporting him anyway. Yeah. Like, the... I, I know it's established mm-hmm. later, but, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. this moment is important. And, like, the, but, like, the word Marine doesn't send the right average to the, the right message to the average modern audience, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a, not the... as weighty as it could have been. 
yeah, it's a mm-hmm. again, it's a bit of a criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, we meet Nami, who is adrift at sea. Oh no! Also, that scene on the boat was Luffy's uh, audition scene. Oh, the back and when forth he, with Kobe. And when oh, he really? And when oh, he like cool. leans back to go to sleep, <laughs> was the thing that the he like played really straight and then changed it. Oh, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the script says that the ship, Alveda's ship, is burning behind them. So mm-hmm. oh. he he initially acted it with a little more urgency because of that, and they told him, mm-hmm. "Nah, nah, your boy here is chill. Don't worry about it." <laughs> uh, okay, I love Unbothered. that. That's very fun. <laughs> That's fun. Unbothered in my lane, moisturized, <laughs> flourishing, poor, poor is adrift at sea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nature is healing. <laughs> <laughs> this may become a redundant question, but how do we feel about Nami? <laughs> He's very good. I kind of hmm. I like I I like what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I I feel like they're she's written as kind of more of like a western film boss ass girl bitch kind of thing. <laughs> more world weary. More, yeah. Whereas in the anime and the manga, she's more like she's more genki. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. I did. I did find that. I I get why they chose this. I, I but I did find that her portrayal is a little more cold than yeah. I would have. I do. I would have. Yeah. Especially at the jump. Yeah. Mm. Also, but again, for I the get record, why they did it. It's not a bad decision. It's just you know, it's there. Also, for the record, I, I do want to make it clear that my brain crossed the phrase boss-ass bitch and girl boss at the same time. <laughs> and that was the result. So. Um, that's why none of us questioned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, okay. I, my Then my intention was clear. <laughs> and so uh, is my conscience. Everything else about <laughs> Nami is, is pretty great. I, I, I dig Emily a lot. Yeah, it- Emily Rudd is very good at capturing every instance of Nami's internal screaming. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can completely. you can see on her face when her brain is just screaming. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's just yeah. trying to keep it together. I remember I remember seeing a lot of criticism before the series dropped for her wig. Um, mm-hmm. At least in this scene, I didn't mind it. It reminds me a lot of. Um, fifth element mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little that isn't it i think it's a little too strong of a color personally like I'm, I'm not as bothered by zoro and some of the other characters that have just very unnatural hair colors um but yeah like, i i feel like i would have preferred a more natural ginger to yeah. the anime orange that they go for orange hair does agreed. exist in real life it's yeah. a thing. <laughs> it's an achievable. It's an achievable dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people it. have that. I guess in part because she's. Um, it didn't bother me at all, but it is. I guess it's worth noting that like she is one of the less spectacular and like unnatural characters, mm-hmm. and so like her body being like less bonkers is probably better. But yeah. and like when she was initially cast, uh, and like a picture of her was tweet out from the account, she had ginger hair in the photo, Emily. Hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she just is Nami already. And then when they put a wig on her, she became less Nami somehow. <laughs> huh, that is strange. Yeah, I know. I saw an interview with her of, because she, like, 
She is the anime nerd of the group. She's a super <laughs> nerd. Yeah. In reality, she's... Love that. Yeah. Like, um, not just of One Piece. No, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, she is a weeb. Um, yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, and uh, I think she, she said something about, like, when they when the casting call went out, she was just like, I must be Nami. I must become Nami. (laughs) (laughs) Become as Nami. (laughs) Uh, She plays a trick on some pirates with a clownish looking Jolly Roger on their ship. (laughs) Hmm. These guys are straight out of the source material. Yeah. This whole, this whole section again, just straight from the source. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luffy and Kobe arrive in shells town, a Marine base town. And they start chowing down in a restaurant, trying to concoct a plan to sneak into the base and steal a map to the Grand Line for Luffy. L- Luffy asks for more food because he's got to feed his brain. <laughs> well, it's such a great, like, further intro to him of yeah. them bringing food over. Kobe being like, no, we got our food. And Luffy's like, nope, nope. Leave more. it. <laughs> uh, leave it. Leave the bowl. Leave the bowl. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I, so I've got the show pulled up, and I'm just kind of, like, scamming through it while we're talking mm-hmm. about it. And in the scene where, they, where they're where they looking at the bounty posters, there's a bounty poster for a character that, that is cut in the season. Oh, huh. yes. Oh, yeah, that I did not true. notice before. Yes. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll bring up it later in spoilers. <laughs> but, huh. Zoro saunters into the bar, carrying the top half of Mr. Seven in a bag. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You probably could have made that lighter. I mean, you, you didn't need. <laughs> yeah. If you were gonna cut the legs off, you could have at least, you know, cut a little more. Brought the head. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. The head's all you need. You could be. Ex- I'm imagine, imagining you trying to explain this to Zoro, and it's just complete incomprehension. <laughs> like I just, I don't, I don't understand what you mean. No. What are you getting at? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nami. I'm a swordsman, not a butcher. <laughs> Nami has also made it to Shell's town and is hanging out in this bar, but she turns away a marine that offers her a drink for being too tall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she likes him short. Yeah, instead, she sets her eyes on a bumbling, balding marine that uh, coincidentally happens to be about her size. Oh, weird. Did anybody else immediately oh. figure out what she was going for? I did not, uh, actually. It took me a minute. <laughs> One of the guys I was watching it with... Uh had it (laughs) yeah i did because i had seen some behind the scenes shots before the show came out of her wearing a marine uniform and so i was like oh okay Uh, that's what we're doing here (laughs) no yeah for me it was just like i know nami and (laughs) i know she's not interested in a guy for for what he could bring to the table (laughs) the barmaid's daughter offers her homemade chocolate rice balls to zoro who is very unimpressed by them she accidentally, when running off, uh, spills them on a passing Helmeppo, who's the son of the marine captain of this base. He rolls in looking like Lucius Malfoy over here. <laughs> oh my god. Man is incredible. Yes. <laughs> so fucking yeah. this good. This is another Jesus. instance of they found the guy. They found right. the guy. They just found the man. Yeah. Do you want to play yourself in this <laughs> in this historical reenactment? <laughs> Oh my god, in this documentary. Uh, yeah, about pirates. And just for those who, you know, who are new to One Piece and who are, you know, coming in, we do need to reassure you, it is about pirates. It is about pirates. <laughs> it's about pirates. <laughs> that is what One Piece is about. Thank you. Uh, now, this is one of my 
complaints with the show from the perspective of a newcomer. Mm-hmm. Um, because me, knowing all this stuff, doesn't super bother me. But I don't believe they say Helmeppo's name here. I don't... No. I believe I his name... Spoiler I for the season, name, I don't think his name is ever mentioned. His name is spoken really? once. Yeah. So okay. they don't... Quickly by I, Kobe. I was watching okay. a review from somebody who watched the show for the first time, never mm-hmm. read the manga or watched the anime. And they yeah. were trying mm-hmm. to talk about Helmeppo, and they were like, wait, what is his name? <laughs> his yeah. name is... Which his is, name is what? Which is... Yeah, like, which, yeah, that's... You, you need to have that moment. <laughs> moment of I light. feel like they... Perhaps there was a level of comfort with the material where they forgot that not yeah, everybody knows who possibly, these people yeah. are. Skimmed over that because, one. Yeah, because there's multiple instances of people's names just not being spoken. Mm-hmm. To the point where I could see that being detrimental. That, that could also just fan. be like a conscious writing decision of just like, well, I'm in real life. Want... Nobody says, oh, hi. Hi, my good friend, Jason. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanna... say that all the time. <laughs> or that they don't want to overload Matt. people with information. Mm-hmm. But like, but this, that's like, that's like one of the legit, unironically, one of the most memorable moments of the beginning of the podcast, of this podcast for me, <laughs> where I was just like, what the fuck, what kind of name is Helmeppo? And Tyler, your, your response was to just refuse to comment. You're just like, Helmeppo. <laughs> that's that what really, it is. That really stuck with me. That was like, a, that was like a year and change away from three-headed Baskerville. <laughs> you know, it's exactly the same kind of response. <laughs> Uh, Helmeppo stomps on the rice balls, just grinding them into the ground. And Zoro reaches down to eat one, and he tells the girl that they're delicious. And, we, this and, is uh, a a a, a, uh, a running theme for the series of uh, because you see Luffy notice it, mm-hmm. and then as well as obviously Zoro noticing it. And uh, this series is very anti food waste. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, respect food says One mm-hmm. Piece, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, or I'll kick your ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. and while well, this is this is happening, like it this this brewing confrontation is getting going, and Luffy is just watching with. He's like, ooh, ooh, what's gonna happen here? <laughs> face. Like he's watching a soap opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, yes. Uh, Zoro tells Helmeppo to eat the other one, and when Helmeppo refuses, a kick-ass bar brawl ensues. In <laughs> ballroom bliss. Honestly, God damn. Yeah. Zoro's being so nice, he didn't even tell him to eat the one that he stepped on. He was offering <laughs> him the good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a that's sport. The, and that is what, like, that's that's the limit of the charity that Zoro extends to his enemies. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think one of the cool things about this fight scene that I, is, shows the skill of Zoro yeah. is that he does not use his swords. No. No. <laughs> like he nope. he pulls one out to like brace something with the hilt. Yeah. But yeah. he does not draw his swords. Yeah. To win this fight. They remain in the scabbards. These these guys aren't worth it. Yeah. There's even mm-hmm. a scene where a guy lunges at him with a sword and he like parries him out of the way and catches the guy before the sword can stab Helmeppo in the back. Yeah. And then throws <laughs> him away. Like, he's even protecting these other guys from themselves. Overall, how did everybody like the action in this show? Like, Man, the choreo is good. fucking good. Yeah. 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 Like, I think all of it is quite good, but the, the Zoro scenes are a standout. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't call it him. naturalistic, 
in the way that some of the other parts of the show are more grounded than the manga. Um, but it is, it's theatrical. It has, yes. Yes. like, it is definitely choreography, but it is super fun choreography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they have this, it's they have this, Tokusatsu, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, yes. it's, it's meant to be, to, to be theater for us. And they have mm-hmm. this, like, this, like, heightened sense of, like, heightened reality mm-hmm. that is necessary to make certain things in this work, I think. Yeah. Uh, we see a bit more yeah. of that later. It, it feels it feels like somebody along the lines like mandated that the action scenes need to have like a, an air of like Errol Flynn swashbuckling. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nature to it. Yeah, because it's pirates. Zoro drags Helmeppo off to meet with Captain Axe Hand Morgan and collect his bounty on Mister Seven, while Nami knocks out the Marine that she had been wooing to steal his uniform. <laughs> <laughs> It's like in the middle of the fight, so yeah. like she sees Zoro destroying like twelve guys, and she's like, "Bang!" You know, I guess I'll continue. Yeah. <laughs> this is me in the, in the middle of a monster hunt, picking up fallen pieces, <laughs> while everyone yep. else is actually fighting the monster. <laughs> Getting your carve on the tail. Ooh, mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there in a second. Morgan offers Zoro an ultimatum. Join the Marines or get strung up for seven days for the crime of assaulting Marine officers in the bar. Zoro's got his own thing going on, so he keeps telling everyone. <laughs> He's got his own thing going on. He's not bothered. <laughs> uh, so he, of course, chooses the seven days in the yard. He can catch up on his sleep. <laughs> Which, another great casting awareness moment was uh, in one of the interviews I saw where they're all asked like what their job is on the ship. <laughs> and McKenney says, finding a place to take a nap. <laughs> Good. Correct. The next day, Helmeppo taunts Zoro, waving one of his swords around. Uh, very the disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And Zoro and, uh, goes berserk yeah. when he does this. And we have not seen him show a single emotion before this. Does not like seeing that sword in this man's hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to like it even less later. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Nami sneaks onto the base in her new uniform. Look at this, look at this fucking, like, D&D session happening. <laughs> right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. As we have remarked many times, <laughs> One Piece mm-hmm. is basically D&D. Yeah. Luffy sneaks onto the yard through the sewer grates. He tries to coax Zoro into joining his crew, but, of course, the pirate hunter refuses. Because he's a pirate hunter. Not a pirate. I, yeah. <laughs> I love the exchange of Zoro saying, get lost, and Luffy going, I am lost. I am lost. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually this, also I, even funnier, considering who he's talking to. Yeah. I, uh, I made a note that this is the first time Zoro laughs in this show, <laughs> is, um, is Luffy makes him laugh. Uh, Luffy does manage to squeeze Zoro's lifelong dream out of him, which is to become the world's greatest swordsman. <laughs> Yeah, you keep saying you're a pirate hunter, but is that all you are? Did someone say dream? <laughs> when Luffy hears that, a twinkle gleams in his eye. Mm-hmm. He decides to untie Zoro's bonds, and he wishes him luck on that whole sword thing. <laughs> and Zoro's just being an, an absolute, like, feline about this. Just like, <laughs> you can untie me, but I'm, I don't owe you anything. Oh, I know. I'm not joining your crew. I'm not joining. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. That's Have fun fine. with your swords. Yeah. However, you do not know that you told me your dream, and so we are besties now. Yeah, yeah. 
Also, also like, Zoro's cleavage is on full display here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Uh, Nami sneaks around in the basement of the base in a map room. Uh, she's very quickly caught by other Marines, and unfortunately for her, one of them happens to be the guy that she stole the uniform of. Oops. Oops. He found a new Deception uniform. Deception checks only get you so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so she rolls initiative instead. <laughs> uh-huh. I love her weapon in this, by the way. Yes, yeah. I love getting so much Nami action. Yeah. The pole. Nami instead does of like machines three... in this show. <laughs> yeah. Nami does Instead anything. of um, this, like, segmented thing that, that she snaps together, it's just this, like, one central piece, and the, and the ends just, like, out really yeah. fast and hard. It's uh, very exciting. She dispatches them, while at the same time, Monkey D. Luffy comes flying in from the ceiling. <laughs> he begins to bumble off on his own, looking for Morgan's office to find the map of the Grand Line. And Nami is forced to follow him and try to get him to make a semblance of a plan to avoid them from both being caught. But, but before that, he, she tries to draw, do, roll deception on him, too. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes, no, I was listening. I, I heard everything. No, you're not a Marine. <laughs> you can arrest yourself, too, I guess. <laughs> Nami is introduced to her lifelong lament. <laughs> Luffy listening. F- fucking Luffy, <laughs> Luffy Wrangler. Yeah. Uh, Luffy and Nami walk headlong into Axe Hand Morgan, while Zoro finds his way to Helmeppo's room to reclaim his swords and get a little payback on the shithead marine with a bad haircut. <laughs> it it took me multiple watches to realize the painting in Helmeppo's room is him. Just yeah. the, <laughs> the yes. painting the painting of Helmeppo in his Dave Strider cosplay. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I thought it was Hina. Yeah. I thought I he had a picture of Hina in his room. Oh, that would be pretty great. It looks like fucking um like Master Miller from Metal it does. <laughs> Yeah, actually. I do like, I mean, I guess kind of easing the audience into the aesthetic of One Piece, <laughs> which is like grungy pirate stuff, but also like sunglasses and cool shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also. Yeah, yeah there's some um, baseball caps in this world. And also an ass shot. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Definitely Girl. get that. Now it's time for some Helmeppo fan service. You know, which, finally, which, we've been uh, we've been down horrendous. We've we been, we got we, your letters, America. Of, <laughs> we've, been, we've been in the desert, starving. Of all the characters in the in the fiction of that is One Piece, I did not expect to see Helmeppo's ass. Helmeppo heads uh, have have made themselves known, and I didn't expect to see it jiggle. <laughs> Listen, that money don't jingle jangle, it we, folds. We love, we, we love what they're adding to the text. Uh-huh. With some very lucky persuasion rolls, Nami manages to convince Morgan that she's captured Luffy and is escorting him to lockup, while uh, also stealing Morgan's office keys off of him without him noticing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, we missed it. I, we skipped over it. I love, um, we commented on this before, I love when Luffy is with Zoro in the yard. He's like, well, how did they arrest you? And he says, they didn't arrest me. I, I turned myself in. I gave myself up. And then Luffy just genuinely thoughtfully says, interesting choice. Yeah. It's <laughs> a bold He's like, strategy. I had, I, yeah, I, I hadn't considered that. <laughs> yeah. I thought of that. That's, you know. Might have to try that sometime. 
Uh, Luffy and Nami make their way to the captain's office, and after a little bit of snooping around, they manage to find the safe containing the map to the Grand Line. Doesn't Luffy just find it by accident? Yes. By- He's just poking yeah, around and finds the lever that reveals it. I love the um, the design of the safe with the, the world government symbol as the yes. wheel. Yeah. yeah, as the dials. Yeah, very that's fucking good. But the world government, um, like, we haven't actually seen that flag fly in this episode. I don't think no. so. They're they're mentioned in, in the very beginning, yes. Garp yes. says. During the speech. Yeah. And we were yeah, watching conspiracy this. Conspiracy against the world government. And we were watching this with my mom, and she immediately took note of the phrase world government. <laughs> As uh, one should. Good. Yeah, that good. should raise some eyebrows. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I had to check. Because later... It's in the yard where Zoro was being held, mm-hmm. but it's not oh, yeah. in the first episode. Uh, their deceit is quickly discovered, and Morgan begins to axe hand his way through the door of his own <laughs> office. Here's Johnny. <laughs> I hate to see <laughs> it. Oh, God. Thinking quickly, Luffy starts yanking the safe out of the ground, causing him and Nami to go flying out the window behind them into the yard below. It's a common writer scene transition. <laughs> Momentum. They had yeah. to. They had to move to a place where they had room yeah. to fight. <laughs> you take your. You take. You go settle your differences in the quarry like adults. Right. <laughs> the best common rider show is common rider ghost because they don't even need to break anything. They can just go phase through walls to go to somewhere else oh, you're to fight. Right. Leaps and bounds in rider technology. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Uh, more kick-ass fighting ensues down here, and like yeah. again, the choreography is fantastic. But I also want to commend the camera work because yes. they really oh, yeah. do an excellent job of keeping everything clear and mm-hmm. interesting to look at at the same time. Yeah, L- like I said, mm-hmm. they uh, they just are good at making TV. Yeah. Yes, and they, that's what's important. Yeah. They've got a great set here, and I'm glad that they they show it off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like the, I, the camera is constantly moving, but it's never confusing of where you are. It just—it's good TV. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I—I I really Honestly. like with the the choreography and the camera work of like you're focused on Nami fighting in the foreground, but in the background, like Luffy's doing a badass takedown mm-hmm. of some yeah. guy, and it's not even in focus. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. This is there's just, just happening over there. Yeah. Stuff takes going confidence. on. This is the scene yeah. where where um, Luffy starts to fight like how I I see Luffy fighting. Where he's just mm-hmm. using his body. He's just throwing yep. his body at people. <laughs> just doing flips every once in a while. Uh, I love the, I love the moment bumping when, into he, people. when he does the full gum gum punch and just knocks a guy out. And then he like stops to admire his own peck yeah. for a moment. It's like, ooh. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that I'm, felt good. I'm incredible. <laughs> and he kind of turns around to like almost of, of like, Nami, did you see? Anybody see she that? She's busy. She is busy. And That's someone fine. is coming up from behind him, so it's fine. <laughs> He's just just giving me, like, full, like, golden retriever anime character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> also, the music in this show is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Yo, yeah, never, yeah, let's talk really about talk the about scoring it, yeah. real quick. Never found a great place to mention it in my notes, but just mm-hmm. throughout, fantastic. Yeah. There was the, yeah, like it, what they showed off in that big in the big trailer that I think kind of turned everyone around. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things I really noticed, and the the whole rest of the soundtrack delivers. Yeah, on, yeah. On that. Like they they definitely made different choices compared to like the anime mm-hmm. adaptation. It's it's definitely more. It's a little more like Pirates of the Caribbean. Parentheses non derogatory. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a it's more swelling strings kind of situation. 
Um, I'm very here for it. It definitely captures the yeah, mood. It's, it's some fantastic mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, the the main theme even hits some similar uh, chord progressions. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm like. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> and uh, and also, wealth, fame, power is such a fucking good name for a track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zoro runs past this fight, noticing that Nami and Luffy are starting to lose. This and... is one of the funniest moments in the whole show. Yeah, just him walking just just jogging past happening. it happening. And he just leaves. <laughs> Not my problem. I, I told him I don't know him. Hit the bricks. He thinks Zoro, I owe him. You were so close. You were so close, Zoro. Uh, to, to getting out. Shit. This, yeah. was a, this was a crossroads and you did not know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Against his better judgment, Zoro rushes back in, deciding to help them out with their battle. And he tears some dudes up. He <laughs> does. Morgan himself enters the fray, taking on both Luffy and Zoro at once. Luffy and Zoro make a plan of attack together after sort of struggling to fight as a team. And Zoro displays his trademark three sword style for the first time. <laughs> oh, that's where so it that's goes. where it goes. That's yeah. where it goes. <laughs> and I and I really like how they do this, where it's like they can't really have him like destroying his neck, swinging the yeah. the sword in his mouth very often. So they just, you know, like once he's using the three swords, just some intangible thing happens. Some yeah. power enters the fray. <laughs> yeah, he's engaged. He that. hits Morgan with all three swords, and somehow that sends the band flying away. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I also and, because uh, it's anime power. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, like that's like I've been trying to impress on people. They need to introduce people to these concepts. Yeah, and like mm -hmm. like that is like unironically that is the kind of thing that they really need to do. And I think yeah. they do a really good job of it with stuff like this. I'm also appreciative that they uh, they didn't actually show him putting the headband on. They did a cutaway. Uh, yeah, because in yeah. reality, that would have taken him take so long. Yeah, yeah, a minute at least. Like if he's going Maybe as fast as he can, he'd have to stick the swords in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> they managed to defeat the Marines and escape with their safe thanks to Zoro's beefy muscles. <laughs> Amazing! All the great fighters call out their finishing moves. No, they, <laughs> no, no, they, they don't. don't. No, they don't. <laughs> So fucking good. <laughs> which, which is very funny because I'm pretty sure Zoro does it the most in the manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And he has all the best attack names. <laughs> yeah. Which, elephant in the room, that scene's obviously there because you know they had long conversations over whether or not they should say the attack names or not. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they yeah, and they, yeah. they, they, they they eventually said... We're not going to do it constantly, but we are going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we will not yeah. give it up. At the end of the day, this is an adaptation of an anime. This is One Piece. Mm -hmm. Helmeppo follows them to their boat with a new worse haircut, courtesy of Zoro. Or <laughs> <laughs> they do the, the fake out where they make you think because he was naked that Zoro's going to like cut off his dick. Yeah. And then, no, he an even worse fate. He ruined his haircut. <laughs> I love this because this is obviously the haircut from the manga. But I love yeah. changing oh, yeah. it to just be like Zoro fucked with his head. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that they use this as a a moment, like a bonding moment for Luffy and Zoro. Because <laughs> yeah. Luffy just laughs. Really like, cute. What the? What happened to your hair? Zoro. Oh man, I might have did that. <laughs> Luffy loves it. BFFs again. Oh. They're they're despite everything, they are on the same wavelength. And oh, <laughs> it's always how it is. Before Helmeppo can arrest them, however, Kobe arrives and punches his lights out. Yeah! And, like, almost breaks his hand in the process. Yeah. <laughs> his fragile little hand. 
He's so weak. <laughs> uh, Kobe tells Luffy that he'll be staying behind to pursue his dream of becoming a Marine, and that someday they may be enemies. Yeah. Luffy agrees, but offers that, for now at least, they're friends. Hmm. Yeah, they, they get it across. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that when Kobe says that, Luffy's smile gets bigger. <laughs> yeah. Like, even though we're enemies... You're chasing your dream, and that makes me You're happy. You're doing what you yeah. want. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted. Oh, there, that reminds me. Um, way back on the boat, when Luffy was explaining that his body is now rubber, he stretches his mouth out wide like a yeah. kind of a thing. And I do love the effects of like making the rubber skin look like skin with like light passing through mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how really like light shot. passing through like someone's ears or something where it's just very thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, that's just good attention to detail. Right. Like yeah. It. Like it's not rubber. It is skin. That is <laughs> yeah. rubber. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. And I I appreciate in another behind the scenes thing I was working on and they were commending him and his acting of like that shot in particular of like you know any like anybody can do that but like you have to sell that that's what that's you're doing what your body's doing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because they're like you know half of his face is cg but the other half is just him and like you're right you have to you have to be that and he did a really good job of that um i'm a huge fan of how lived in this world feels like th- mm-hmm. i i like Windmill Village feels very different to me. It's very like sea shanty pirate town. I love like, it. It's yeah. it's like all on like mm-hmm. stilts and pontoons and just very very. Um... The manga is much more pastoral, and this is yeah, very it's much very... like a pirate town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the manga is like anime starter village. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> J- JRPG starter. That's village. Sure. Yeah, that's where JRPG. every Dragon Quest starts. <laughs> right, right. Like there's a- there's giant ants on the field. Help us clear them out, yeah. Luffy. That was like uh, no. This is that was yeah. Oda's to- uh, Toriyama influence was was showing very heavy. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the like uh, the wood feels like worn. Um, Everything everything makes sense in the place that mm-hmm. it is. Like, the cloth feels, like, yellowed and tattered. And still, along with that mishmash of, like, historical Age of Sail piracy stuff, we've also got, like, all these modern influences. Like, people are wearing shit from Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> like, there's neon lights piped yeah. into in certain mm-hmm. sections. Like, it's which, not... Which uh, counts as foreshadowing. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's it's, it's Actually, definitely the sort of, like, a fun fact never when, that. never wear kind of a sen- sentimentality to it. Uh, apparently, they, they asked they asked Oda for permission to uh, to use electricity in the show. And he had to, like, <laughs> he had to, like, stop and think, like, does electricity exist in this world? <laughs> Would that work? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, then, it, it, it does. Like, like we, fa- okay. we found out. We found out recently that it explicitly does. But it might recently. have been. A, it might have been a result <laughs> of the show. Oh, interesting. You hypnotism. might be right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I. I mean, I think we've probably talked about it before. But like, one of the things I really like about this series is just in every iteration, just how lived in and alive the world feels that like yeah. mm-hmm. very much so you know your camera's on the main characters but that doesn't mean everybody's that you don't have eyes on have stopped yeah that everything like, else disappears yeah, yeah it's, it's not moving. the rpg where it's like you have five minutes to save the world and it's like okay well i'm gonna go spend a few hours <laughs> grinding <laughs> like it's not it's yeah. not that it's 
it's you are doing your thing, which means you're giving everybody else time to do their thing. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I really love that. Um, and that is a very about, important about part series. of the that is a very important part of the series. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good to wrap up the first episode. Uh, we see <laughs> vice Admiral Garp's dog ship out on the ocean. <laughs> Navy, <laughs> Navy HQ three. <laughs> it makes a hell of a, of an entrance. Yeah. It does. Like they zoom all the way in lovingly on his <laughs> giant dog figure head. <laughs> I will say, Nia not a fan of the Oh no. <laughs> Nia Oh no. Nia has accused Garp of appropriation. She does oh, not no. appreciate the ship. She does not appreciate the hat. <laughs> uh, well, technically it is it is a, a puppriation. <laughs> nope. Stop. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> criminal. Uh, he had been in pursuit of Baroque Works, that organization that Mr. Seven worked for but he had run out of leads on that, and he gets a call about the attack on Shellstown, and he decides to change course because he's taken an interest in the pirate wearing a straw hat. Hmm. 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 Interesting. And, of course, this is our introduction to the, the transponder snails. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> just nope. that in this world, <laughs> phones are snails. Yep. Deal with it. None, yep. none needed. And that's practical effects, isn't it? Yeah, that's a it real is. Yeah, that's a, built. That's a, a real, puppet. In fact, they made one, God, they made one so for good. Oda. Yeah. They, there's an Oda transponder oh, sale. He used good. it to announce season two. Yeah. Which I oh also, God. I like the idea that that's the best reference most people are ever going to get for what his face looks like. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we can back engineer what this man looks yeah. like from the, the well, features other than on his like, snail. Uh, like one or two pictures from the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, a pirate that we had briefly seen in the bar scene earlier reports to his captain, Buggy the Clown, oh. about the stolen map to the Grand Line. Which they had also had their eyes on stealing. A very emo-looking man. I love that he he reports in to Buggy and he says, they must have been planning this for months. (laughs) (laughs) This daring heist that they pulled off. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. (laughs) That's my map. And I'm going to get it back. Um, They translated Buggy's introduction almost one-to-one. And I feel like a lot of people forget that aspect. The fact uh, that Buggy the, the, is... The chair lean. Yeah, and the fact that he was so scary in his intro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even on the podcast, we considered him a serious contender. <laughs> I'm I'm Are interested. You... I've I've only seen one episode ahead of, of this recording. I've mm-hmm. only seen up, up to episode two. We'll get into Buggy's character <laughs> um, later, but boy, buckle up. Oh, parentheses yeah. non-derogatory. Yeah. Parentheses, oh, yeah. parentheses ec- ecstatic. <laughs> Yeah. Let me <laughs> let me tell you, TikTok fucking loves Buggy the Clown. Oh, of course they do. It's a it's a, it's a clown, but he's fucked up. That's that's catnip, baby. Oh, no. Immediate like basic shit. Yeah. Listen, we've known we've known the love for fucked up clowns since I'll say before even the Joker from Dark Knight. We'll say even before that. Let's go to like Insane Clown Posse. Oh God. <laughs> Or Don't it? make me think about insane clown posse. It, yeah, yes, people yeah. love a fucked up clown. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. just that's just nature, especially if you're a TikTok. <laughs> Tim Curry has a career because people love fucked up clowns. <laughs> yes. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode before we talk about Man, spoilers? What a episode. solid intro. Yeah. yeah. They did it. They, did, they fucking did it, man. They, did. they fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. 
That's the one piece it. right there. Yep. <laughs> Toe to tit. Uh-huh. Toe to tit, baby. <laughs> like I've yeah. got I've got minor complaints from from probably uh, opening from from you know opening to close, but mm-hmm. like it's still oh, so I just, good. I just thought of I remembered I I wrote this complaint down and I forgot about it, but I'll bring it up. Don't like the shoe they chose for Luffy. <laughs> oh, oh! I, that's, I, what, I, Jay, that's what we're re- that's what we're reduced to for complaints. <laughs> that's the best we can do. And, no, no, no! Wait, I have I have the explanation of that. Uh huh. Um, really? They yes, because they did a lot of work. They they were very distraught because they knew it was the the sandals. He's got sandals. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they could not do sandals like that on the set because it wasn't safe. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, and yeah. so they created these shoes that have the vibe of the sandals, but they're still they kind of shoes. Look like they and have I noticed, straps. yeah, and I noticed in the <laughs> in the beginning, Shanks is wearing them too. Shanks has the oh, same shoes. Yes. Oh, oh nice, um, nice. Yeah. Also, info drop. They made like in-house, physically with hands made. I think thirty-eight different straw hats yeah oh my um, god oh wow for for specific uses they had ones for action they had <laughs> ones for close-ups they had ones for wides they had to make sure that it looked good on his head they had to make sure it looked good with it just like hanging on his Docked. back yeah they they, they had like, to have a shanks hat as yeah as it should be the hat was a character in the show. Right. <laughs> Luffy Luf needed a straw yeah. hat caddy. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, Melissa, like I definitely get the vibes of they were trying to mimic the feeling of sandals. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I don't feel it. I do like how they got Luffy's tattered, torn, um, yeah. like shredded hems at the end of his shorts. Though mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it it's always drawing me drove me a little crazy when people interpret that as like fur or fluff. I've even seen them uh, yeah. translated as feathers. <laughs> Just, uh, and it's down. <laughs> Like the like yeah I don't yeah like, have I, you I ever interacted is, with it, denim before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are I mean incredibly like minor like nothing nitpicks. That's it's just down mm-hmm. to individual like choices, mm-hmm. costuming, da da da. This is this and that. Yeah. Overall, this show is uh, fucking um, great. Another great intro. costume change they made for safety purposes was uh, it, you might notice that his shorts are a little more akin to capris. Uh, they they do go past the knees. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I've there's just a couple of shots where like you can kind of see um, knee pads under them. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I feel huh. like that was probably a CG concern as well. Yeah, probably. yeah. Mm-hmm. Connection points. Yeah. yeah, which which is also handy for how he tends to like hold his shoulder mm-hmm. when he does his winds up wind ups because that yeah. gives you like a good hidden spot yeah. for like. Well, where body turns into CG. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. that's also just uh, Inaki. Well, he, I, I saw him in an interview. He, he said, like, when he was reading the manga, uh, he noticed that every fight, Luffy kind of tends to, like, hold onto his shoulder or grab his bicep uh, before and after mm-hmm. throwing a punch. And mm-hmm. that, so he, he decided to incorporate that into his acting. Nice. 
This is the care that we want (laughs) and appreciate. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. Perfection is in millimeters. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's enter the spoiler zone. (gasps) All right. Let's dive into the deep end. Henceforth, if you have only watched the live action show, (laughs) you may not want to tread further. Um, So the um, Roger introduction. Mm Mm-hmm. The first appearance of the fourth wall breaking posters directly contrasts what he looked like in his prime. Yeah. With his current mm-hmm. wasted, grimy appearance. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. perfect. Like it's exactly what I what I was hoping for. Also, like Zoro's first appearance where he's the coolest guy in the universe. <laughs> he really he really made out good there. In the manga, the first time we see him, he's in the stocks opening yeah. his mouth real big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to eat rice balls. Yeah, that's that's one of the changes I'm actually kind of like sad about. Yeah, I don't love it. And I also don't love the um this version of the um the rice ball moment. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it makes it into a cool guy moment for him. Whereas the original yeah. version That's not what, the point. What, what made it, yeah, it yeah. A, a big part of what made it powerful is that it involved him giving up his dignity. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so, but but yeah, yeah, know. but like it was that or or show Zoro kill a dog, you know? <laughs> they, so they had to change something. Save it for live action JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, <no>. Christ! <laughs> um, how how does everybody feel about Garp being at the execution? It's fine. It's fascinating. Again, it's just so different from the vibe I it's, get from Garp. He's it, so it's, it's consolidation. Drawn, buttoned up. Yeah. They they yeah. needed to int- they want to introduce him as a character. It's plausible that he could be there. Like it feeds into I think like what they were going for with Garp in this show in general. It, where like to me this is a Garp who is like who is broken by Roger's death. Roger mm-hmm. represented this possibility even if he was an enemy he represented this possibility of infinite potential and now that's gone and like garp doesn't know what to do with it and now things are maybe changing again you know what's funny for me is uh it's actually one of the things that i feel like the show improved on because uh in retrospect during a a certain other character's execution in the series there's three Uh admirals present (laughs) <laughs> right. You got the you got the king of the pirates being executed uh, in the, in this original source, and there's there's nobody there. There's no representatives of the government. Not, That's not true. Anyone. Yeah, nobody's significant. So, and this time now we've at least got a, like the vice admiral. Yeah, the hero mm-hmm. of the navy. Yeah. Uh, I have what I get the sense is a controversial opinion, at least from <laughs> other huh. creators online. I love everything about Garp in this first season. Hmm. I'm excited. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm a excited fan to... of everything to do with Garp. I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I have I have liked it more. I, I didn't I didn't really like it the first time I watched it through, but the more distance I've gotten from it, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited to talk about. I it. I think he's a slow burn, also, which is yes. kind of the point yeah. too. Yeah. 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 If you're, yeah, if you're gonna have him in the show from the beginning as opposed to him just kind of showing up unceremoniously like he does in the manga. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It makes sense to have him be more of a slow burn. Yeah, it's it didn't, to me, my my reaction wasn't a, oh, I don't like this. It was a, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's see where this yeah. goes. Yeah. Oh, they're cooking. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the um, other conclusions I've come to with, like, Garp as well as a few other characters is that, like, 
the way I'm treating this um this show in my head is it's kind of like the um the two different Full Metal Alchemist animes where <laughs> yeah. they eventually it diverges more, but for a lot of it, you know, it's the same story, it's the same characters, just like different takes on those characters. Yeah. And the two mm-hmm. shows individually have takes on different characters that I like more. So I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a factor in this, where it's just a different iteration of the story. Plus you're getting that this is the first adaptation of One Piece that is starting from the beginning with all of the future knowledge. Yes. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like there's some much bigger instances of it, but like And they are there, sh- I they really that, show that off in the execution scene. Yeah, the like there is and I think that I, I that's going to be tremendously to the show's advantage, mm-hmm. I think. Like they are there mm-hmm. is stuff in I mean, we again, we don't know if they'll be able to go this far, but like there is stuff in the future that I think is going to work better in the manga because they're going to be able to set it up. There's stuff uh, in the next episode that I was like, "Fuck yeah!" For uh-huh. like, and it's yeah. and it's not even necessarily exciting. It's just like, yeah, that's thematically appropriate to what the rest of the series is going to be about. Thank you for putting it in uh-huh. in episode two, right? Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. dragging it out for years, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Uh, any other thoughts on this um, episode? Not yet, really. Uh, the bounty poster. Uh, news coup. Oh yeah, you go ahead. News coup. Good. News good. News so good. And there's what also like Luffy didn't buy anything. Like he didn't no. buy a newspaper. That That's news why coup, the bird left. That news coup is not mm-hmm. obligated to to be patient with him. <laughs> he is not a buy something customer. or buy something or get out of the store, dude. <laughs> no, but also uh, fake spoilers <laughs> um, <laughs> that I saw because uh, uh, Luffy says I think ten, ten men, men should do ten men and a bird. Which is is foreseeing Karu joining the Straw Hats. Uh, yeah, the, the the bounty board scene. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is... Did you notice that Foxy was there, Matt? Who? I saw Foxy. Fox, Foxy yeah. was in the trailer. Yeah. I don't know so. who you're talking about. Um, but... Did anyone point that out to you, Matt? <sighs> anyone point out that your favorite character from One Piece is there? You guys keep saying stuff, but you're, like, cutting out as soon as you're about to say the character's name. Yeah. <laughs> like That's a fucking... Just broken. Like an unspeakable, unknowable Yeah, it's like the beginning name. of Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> <laughs> I like, am Someone's Matt... stolen the concept of Foxy. <laughs> Matt, Matt is exactly like that. <laughs> I am obsessed with the Cavendish poster. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, I, I, I missed that. Yeah, one. Cavendish is there. Uh, Django is there, which makes Poor me Django. so much more upset. Which, mm. sorry, Jason, it's a, mm. it's a slight spoil, but they they cut him out yeah, of the fucking series. The, um, really? Yeah. That's like a su- he's like a super important guy for um for that bit. And seeing that he has a bounty huh. poster just makes it so weird. Well, Syrup Village yeah. in general is very restructured. It's very yeah. different. Oh wait, oh, so wait, okay. so Jay, so you actually haven't watched? Most no, of I've watched episode one and episode two, and that is it. Oh, oh. I'm bad at binge watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I don't like sitting down for things. Mm-hmm. That's why I watch things while, on my other screen while I'm doing something on my computer. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> unless it's I an- see. unless it's Andor. Andor gets my full attention. <laughs> but yeah, there's a sign on here that says like pirates spread disease. God. Yeah, the the bounty board is they they, they used it part as part of their marketing uh, because it, it's mm-hmm. really good. It's there's yeah. so yeah. much good world building in that bounty board. 
and all the teases from you can see how many more posters there are that are <laughs> yeah. covered. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. want to. Who's under Give this? me a peek. I just. Yeah. I want to give me. Let me see. Maybe there's, maybe there's like a fish man in there somewhere. <laughs> oh. It's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> I want to get to the I want to get to this X mark section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so previously, I would do X marks where I was hinting or pointing out things that hinted at future events of the series. Uh, but now you all have your own hard fought and hard won future knowledge of the series. <laughs> so, like Goofy to his beloved son Max, I'm handing you all the map now. <gasps> oh, hi, Dad Soup. <laughs> so get us to Lake Destiny. <laughs> If we into each other's eyes. What, I've got, what are some things that new viewers of the Netflix series should look out at for as hints towards the future? I have six, and if they line up with um with what someone else's notice, then we'll just you know have it have it be co op. Oh, I'll go ahead and tell you I don't have any because I don't do homework. <laughs> you don't do what? I don't do homework. I'm here to copy you guys's. <laughs> yeah. Try to make it different, though. No. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm that guy. You truly are. Um, all right. Here are my X marks, kids. Uh, Gold Roger looks kind of sickly. Mm-hmm. Luffy strikes a big bell on Alvita's ship. <laughs> oh, um. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Luffy thinks he can get inside a marine base by grabbing onto a big bird. Yup, I did that too. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, <laughs> a good callback. Axan Morgan refers to Zoro as, quote, the demon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the shape of the dials on the safe. And Morgan alone defeated Kuro of a Thousand Plans. <laughs> Man, he was so proud of that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, is That's that a, it. Is that, okay. Um, I'm just gonna say, pretty much all in the like the very very first thing we see in the intro is the map of this part of the world, and mm-hmm. pretty much every location on there yeah. uh, is gonna matter. Mm-hmm. And when he was fighting Morgan, X Hand Morgan, Zoro said, "Every part of his body's a weapon." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Melissa, you got any? You could you could kind of you uh, could probably pair that up with uh, uh, Zoro saying his favorite number is one. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I didn't think of that. No, I don't I don't think I really have any. I'll actually count that as an X mark, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Zoro's favorite number is one. Yeah. because uh, I lied, I did write some down myself as well. Just in case. Fibber. Yeah. Uh, I I've labeled mine egg marks. Oh. Because they're all Easter eggs, but uh, <laughs> I was I was gonna point out the uh, Mr. Seven he tells Mr. Seven his favorite number is one. Um, the song playing in the bar scene between Luffy and Shanks. Yes. Oh my god, how did I forget about that? Yeah. Yes. I got emotional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another one that I loved is that Nami's very first line of dialogue in the show is, help me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Jason, are you doing star charts for live action people? You bet, and I've okay. I've actually got a star chart with a twist. Are you gonna do the okay. actors' birthdays? Yes. Nice. Gonna, oh my we're god. Gonna, we're, we're gonna do the actors' birthdays, and I that does this will accomplish two things. Uh huh. Number one, 
This will further entrench Dave into the horoscope <laughs> truther spiral. <laughs> and as if he I mean, needs I've any su- help. I mean, I've surrendered to it at this point. I don't need yeah, any yeah. more convincing. And, I mean, number two, it'll just give us a chance to put some more trivia in. Because you yeah. know I love trivia. I took a minute to talk about Mahjong tiles on a set <laughs> for two seconds. Um, I wanted to dedicate this first episode to my queen, Alvita. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, played by Ilya Izoralis Paulino. Mm. Um, apologies for all future iterations where I mispronounce people's names, but <laughs> her birthday, according to um, famousbirthdays.com or wherever I looked, is uh, March 25th, 1995, making her an Aries. So, Alvita, this is what the stars have to say about you this week. You look gorgeous and feel especially sociable today. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Don't, don't be surprised if you either host a social event or decide to attend one to which you have been invited. <laughs> you're always a congenial companion, but today, more than ever, your enthusiasm is high. People will want to enjoy your company. You may also have some interesting information that everyone will want to hear. <gasps> Like, who's the most fearsome pirate in the sea? (laughs) (laughs) Is it me? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who has tuned into this show in the past, and I appreciate you if you're tuning in for the first time. And I hope it was an enjoyable listen and that you stick around. Yeah. And I especially hope that you join us again next week when we meet the genius jester. Oh, (laughs) yes. But until then, Matt, where can Arnakama find you on the Grand Online? Well, you can find me over... Actually, before I say that, uh, uh-huh. I think it's really cool that the marketing is also using Nakama. Yes. It's also what? The, they're also using Nakama. It's it's not the being used Nakama. in the show, but yes. they're, they're using it in the market. Because yeah. they oh, fucking know their cool. audience. <laughs> they know. They know. But uh, if you feel so inclined, you can find me over on uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Webtoons under the username DefineProg. It's D-E-F-I-N-E-P-R-O-G where I'm making comics, music, and streaming as a rock zombie VTuber. Jason? Uh, yeah, I usually stream at twitch.tv slash jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. I stream when I got the time, but if you hit the follow button, then you'll just know whenever I'm live. Jcavs is also your one-stop shop for various social medias that I do not pay that much attention to, um, <laughs> but I will uh, actively guide you to my current venture of uh, my Etsy store. If you go to barqueensoap.etsy.com, that's B-A-R like a bar, and then queen like me, and then soap, <laughs> uh, you can visit my little page where I've got some handmade, bespoke, artisanal soaps. Who's anal? <laughs> Artists. You use them to wash your body. <laughs> Melissa, how about you? Hey, um, not doing too much right now, but uh, I am Christaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, on your various socials, medias, um, as well as on Instagram. You can find uh, my, my puppers um, under Super Golden Cara, Cara with K, like Supergirl, um, and they're very cute. Very good puppers. Mm-hmm. And Mia does not like the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> a born pirate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Dave. Uh, I am on um, Archive of Our Own. I am uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E. I write fanfiction very occasionally. Uh, mind the tags, please. You can follow this show on Twitter. Uh, the account's no longer being updated, but pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, The Mess Deck, where you can come and talk about the manga, the anime, or the Netflix show, whatever you prefer. Uh, and if you'd like to have your email read on the show, you can send it to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. And I would also appreciate it if you could rate and review us on your podcast service of choice and make it a five-star rating so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find us. And who would like to do the first outro? What is the outro? Oof. It's the same. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it should be different. What should it be? Hmm. Been piecemeal, we're just chilling. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, compared to, compared to some other previous episodes. I don't know. I don't know. No, go for it. I, I feel like you should, if you feel the spirit, I feel like you should be the one to, to cast us off, Matt. Yeah, breathe it to life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. If you believe in it, you'll you'll. Let confidence, man. Confidence. I don't believe confidence in it, but I can, I can fake confidence. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Peace Mill, and we're just chilling. <laughs> I like it. I'm on board. Because <laughs> it's Netflix. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill.